likely know today's guest from her role as Ashley Stanton on Heartland. Personally, I love her from the Hallmark movie, Love in the Forecast. It is one of my favorite movies, and I hear she's going to be doing another one with Christopher Russell. Super exciting. Off screen, this gem has many organizations near and dear to her heart. Here's my chat with the amazing Cindy Busby. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to Hearts of Stars. I am here today with Cindy Busby. Welcome, Cindy. Woohoo! Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, and I'm so excited that you have pink. Like, I love your backdrop. I mean, sometimes I'm like, is it getting old? Like, am I overusing it? But I'm like, no. I feel no, like I, I haven't seen it. it, though. I feel like I haven't seen oh, it. Good, good. I, I mean, I try to change it up. It's a wallpaper that we put up in uh, our dining room and... Uh, and let me tell you, if you love your partner, don't put up wallpaper. <laughs> See, now I, I take it then it's not the restickable wallpaper. It is. Oh. It is. But our like our place is a bit older, so the walls are you know not perfectly straight, etc. So. Um, oh, I see. So the process of hanging it can be a little cumbersome. Yeah. That's yeah, this, what this is. Yeah. This is the restickable oh. stuff too. It, it, it's kind of oh, hard really? to see. It looks like shiplap, but it is not. It is. It is. That is so cool. Yeah. So. No, it's amazing the wallpapers they make nowadays. Like I was like so overwhelmed when I was choosing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it. And uh, okay. yeah, it. It, it's come in handy. I love <laughs> It's so good. It's like the perfect backdrop for the all yeah. these Zoom things that we're doing now, Zoom interviews everywhere. So, so, so I'm so excited to have you. Um, we're going to talk about all the organizations that are near and dear to your heart. And this is the whole concept of Hearts of Stars is really just finding out what does, you know, resonate with with all of you that we love so much. We, we fall in love with all of you on camera. Um, but you guys are, you're just incredible people, period. Like just anywhere from the Hallmark channel to all, all of those channels. It's just, you know, all of you just have such big hearts and, and, you know, are so passionate about so many things, not just your craft, because you all just, are amazing actors and actresses. Um, but these kind of things too. And I think maybe the fans don't know about all of this stuff. I think with social media, it's become a little bit more known. You guys yeah. like are so like posting stuff, but I always like to hear the stories. I'm really big into storytelling and I just love to give people that platform to like share why these things are so near and dear to your heart. So Let's first start with Cameo. Okay. okay. So you had said, you know, hey, you know, I've been doing Cameo and for like the last two years. And what better way for me to like give fans something that they want and then give the money raised to an organization yeah. that you love. So for people that don't know what Cameo is, talk about that. So Cameo is actually a platform. It's an app that anybody can get and it allows you to see who's a part of Cameo. Typically it's athletes, singers, actors, you know, reality stars um, who've joined. And as a fan, you can buy a video message from that person and or a text message, or they also do one-on-one -on -one chats if, if the person um, chooses to do that. And so I'm on Cameo and what happens is, let's say you buy a video from me, um, you know, let's say $20 or whatever, uh, and then you get a video and then I get the $20. 
So I, for a long time, was like Cameo reached out to me and we're like, hey, we'd love to have you. And there's actually a lot of platforms nowadays that, that do something similar to Cameo, but Cameo was one of the first. I think it may have been the first. And, um, and I just felt weird about it. I was like, who's going to want a video from me? Like, I don't know, like this and that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of weird like that, where I'm like, nobody cares about me. Uh, <laughs> but but then when, when I, when I finally thought about it seriously, I said, wait a minute, this could be a really good opportunity for me to make someone's day better. And so whether, you know, you, your mom has a birthday coming up or it's your anniversary and your husband loves like a specific actor, um, it's a really great gift for someone else. Or if you know, someone's kind of having like a tough time, I've had many people reach out and be like, Hey, like this person's been going through something. Like, can you send them some uplifting messages? And like, I take this very seriously oh, and I really that. take it to heart. And sometimes I send like five minute videos and I'm like, okay, Sydney, like you need to settle down now. But, um, but it, it just matters to me because I know people work really hard for their money. And so I want to give them something really good in return. And then what I do is I take the money that I earn. And that was what made me join Cameo is I take the money that I earn and I give it to charities. And I, you know, giving to charities is something that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, as an actor, sometimes you have years where you're like, I can barely feed myself, let alone give to someone else. Um, but now I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity. Um, it's like a perfect relationship. You get something out of it. And then I give to someone who gets something out of it. It's like a perfect design here. So um, that's my cameo uh, experience. I love doing it. Uh, I put a lot of thought and effort into it. And uh, it's really amazing, like the different people who order them. Like it's it's really incredible. Oh, I love it. So that's like a great segue into all of the amazing organizations and that you give the money that you earn from Cameo to. So I'm gonna, you sent me a list. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I mean, I requested the list. So let's just put that out there yes. because- yes. I like to do my own little research on what they all are because a lot of times I haven't heard of them. Some of them I had actually the first one that you mentioned, um, Beauty to the Streets. Um, I actually have heard of before. Oh, amazing. Because, yeah, because Shirley Rains was a CNN hero. Yes, that's great. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, I'm a little bit of a news junkie. I went to school for broadcasting. So oh, I, okay. I tend to know when the CNN hero things are coming on. Um, yeah. so, but talk to us a little bit about what Beauty to the street, Streets is. Um, well, I, I found out about them, about, you know, Shirley and, and her organization through Instagram, actually. Someone I followed had shared um, about what she was doing and I started kind of going down a rabbit hole and, and following her videos and, uh, and just really being touched and really, I get emotional like watching everything and anything. So I just was really touched by her, her personal story and then also what she chose to do, which was, you know, at first started with like going to give um, beauty treatments to people who live um, specifically on Skid Row, uh, downtown Los Angeles. Um, so people who are in, you know, extreme poverty living on the streets and, and, you know, these human beings like want to be taken care of and want to feel beautiful and want. And so 
to see this beautiful human being going out there. And, you know, it's not exactly a safe place either. Like it can be, you know, and then this has grown immensely into feeding homeless people, you know, giving them tents, giving them um, things to keep their hygiene going. And she has done this even throughout like the entire pandemic. And, and so I just, I just think what she does is really uh, a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, if, if there's anything I can do, I remember when she was um, about to buy a van because she was doing this like from her car, like going and giving out. And, you know, there's a lot of other um, uh, volunteers now that, that have joined her in doing this. And, and one of the things that she is very passionate about is, you know, a lot of times people volunteer during Thanksgiving and Christmas, at, which is incredible. Um, but these people are there 365 days a year. And so they don't need to just uh, be, be, you know, fed during those holidays, but all year round and taken care of. So um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about it. I, you know, I, obviously I, I give what I can when I can and, and yeah, she, so she was looking to get that van. And I remember I was like, yes, this is awesome. And like, she, you know, I donated to that and yeah. whatever, but yeah, it's, um, and it's local, you know, I live, I live in Los Angeles as well. So I, I think it's important, you know, to, uh, to give to local uh, charities as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the picture. So if you're listening, go check this out because the images on, first of all, there's videos too. And Shirley is just amazing. Um, but to see her like just set up shop in the middle of Skid Row and like yeah. highlighting people's hair and, and the, yeah. the look on the faces of these people mm. that yeah. get this tiny bit of attention yeah. and and just to feel so beautiful yeah. is so powerful you can see it in the pictures I mean you can just tell she is making yeah. such a difference and there are a lot of other people that have come on board I mean she's yeah. got barbers and all kinds of people now that have joined her um in this force to you know she and she's she, and she's even said it you know everyone deserves beauty treatments you know they just do it makes a difference I mean and, and we know that right I mean we know like after we go and you know whatever it is yeah and it's not even like ultimately the beauty aspect I mean that's nice but it's the love and self-care of and and also you know just having someone else like wash your hair oh. and touch it and like human beings need touch so much. Like that is such a fundamental part of, of who we are. We need that. We need to feel loved. And uh, yeah, it just, it just gets me when I think of, you know, people going through that all the time. It's um, yeah, it's, it's, but there's been so many incredible stories along the way where people have been reunited um, with their families after being on the streets for years. Like it's just, um, yeah. So there's a lot of, of, of beauty within it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And just, I think the safety aspect too, they probably just feel really safe to be in somebody's yeah company that's that's yeah. doing amazing things for them oh totally. I love that totally. I love it okay so moving on now this um our rescue um to end child sex trafficking mm -hmm. I went on their website because I had not heard of this specific organization um and I truly invite people to go on yeah and check this out because there is an entire video on um and I might be saying this wrong. It's not, is it Project Underground Railroad? Yeah, under, yeah. Underground Railroad, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
amazing. Like it's a, it's a four minute video that just like, I have like goosebumps everywhere <laughs> right now. You just saying that like that. So please go on and check this out. But do you want to talk a little bit about that? It's fresh in my mind because I just watched the video. So if it's yeah. not anymore, that's okay. Um, well, I mean, but it's just the whole concept is just such a no brainer. The parallels between what is happening to children um, and to slavery and, and, and put and making that the title so that it had the impact that it does for people to get involved in what it means. Um, Cause yeah. I don't think a lot of, even a lot of people understand sex trafficking and, and what that is. And, yeah. and, and then you learn about it and you're just like, this cannot be happening like this. Well, I think, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I didn't really know that this was happening up until like a couple of years ago. And to find out that it's the second largest industry in the world uh, after drugs is like unbelievable. And so I also, it, it kind of, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like really passionate about that. I'm really passionate about, ooh, it gets me emotional because I'm really passionate about kids and the future and um and it's not just kids like it it starts as kids but it's teenagers it's you know people and it's not all just sex it's slavery as well um but it's uh it's one of those things where that it's certainly not talked about enough um and it it kind of makes me upset a lot of times when i think about the things that we do talk about as a society and on the news and the things that we pick and choose not to talk about because it's not convenient um but i think most of the things we do need to talk about aren't convenient and they they're they're difficult to hear so anyway the our rescue um basically goes undercover and and goes and finds these children, these people that have been abducted, who have been taken from their homes or even like sold by their own families. And they're rescued by this, you know, basically by these undercover cops. And Tim Ballard is the, the creator of this. He used to be, uh, I think, an F, like a, a CIA agent or something. Yeah. I can't yeah. quite remember. And, um, and so this has become near and dear to his heart. And it's like, his his goal in life is to save as many people um, from this as possible and to put as many um, people uh, in jail for, for this. And uh, actually there's a really well-known video, well, maybe not well-known enough about Blake Lively talking about uh, child sex trafficking literally happening in our own like, towns in our own cities, you know, all across America. And there's like a website where you can see where all of these like red marks of all of these uh, people that are doing inappropriate uh, trafficking like behavior. And so it's really something um, it's, it's God's work. Let me tell you, it's like not something I could be a part of, like I can't, but if I can give for those who are doing it, it's like, and, and again, it's putting awareness. I think that's the most important part is, is giving people that awareness that this is a real thing and it's happening. And just because it's not happening to your kids doesn't mean that you shouldn't care. <laughs> I mean, even when you go to the airport, you know, you go to the bathroom and there's like those posters there. And I think a lot of times people just are like, oh yeah, like poster yeah, or whatever, right. you know, and then uh, so it's, it's important to, to look at those things and to take it seriously and 
you know, it's like any abusive relationship, like when you're in it, it's really difficult to get out of because there, you lose yourself, you're in total fear. So you're completely on fight or flight. Your body is not functioning as it would. You're just trying to survive. And so I think that that's like the hard part sometimes for people to understand when they're not in those situations is it's, it's not easy to get out of something that you're like embedded in. Right. That is right. like become, you know, and people are just trying to survive if that's what we can even call it at that point. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's what that uh, organization is. And, um, and especially in the last two years, like all of this has gone through the roof. So um, if there's never been a better time to be more um, active and aware and involved in, in how the abuse is happening, like constantly, because people don't have places to go now because they're stuck in their homes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, please check and watch the video of Project Underground Railroaded or under, yeah, underground the underground project. It's a it's the that video and his, yes, I get goosebumps too just thinking about it because he is so passionate about it and it's just you know just when he talks about it, I got every single book I could about slavery because it is and he's like I didn't just get the books to be inspired. I learned the tactics on how to save these people and liberate them. And that is just so amazing. So please, please check, um, check that out. So let's talk about Sophie's Place. Um, This one is actually in Vancouver. So this is a Canadian based organization. Um, And it provides a safe place for children to talk about, um, you know, their story about physical or sexual abuse and Again, this website also has a video that is so powerful. Um, so talk a little bit about um, why you wanted to get involved with Sophie's Place. Um, so I, I didn't know about Sophie's Place, um, but my friend Graham Wardle, who's an actor and was in the show Heartland with me, <clears throat> he did a, um, a thing called Cruise for a Cause for a couple years. So um, they would get together and, you know, ride their motorcycles to different towns and raise money. And um, it was a beautiful thing and asked me to be a part of it. So they would start their ride um, with kind of like a, like a get together where, you know, you could sign autographs and like have a, an auction and things like that. And so he asked me to be a part of it, um, I think for two years. And um, anyway, he's the one who first I, through he's the first person who told me about it because that's who they were raising money for with Cruz for Cause. So I was like, what is this thing? And, um, and basically it's, yeah, it's just a, a safe haven for uh, a children that, you know, have had um, a rough um, scenario at home um, and, uh, and it allows them to be, feel safe to talk about their experience um, when typically it doesn't uh, normally go that way and, and they are heard and they're felt seen. And, um, and Sophie Tweed Simmons is, uh, is the reason why it's called Sophie's Place is based on her name, Sophie, and she's uh, a huge advocate for it. And she's the one who um, kind of started Sophie's Place. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of how I started. It's been a couple years um, that I'm a part of um, just kind of giving them when I can. And, uh, 
Yeah, I just think it's a really beautiful cause. And again, it's a local place. Vancouver's kind of like a second, well, I have multiple homes, I feel. <laughs> I lived in Vancouver for a very long time. So um, so yeah, that that I, I feel like part of my heart lives there. And so it's important for me to, to do that. Yeah, to get back there. Um, one of the things that I, I saw on their website, which I thought because of the work that I do, which was so interesting to me is that they, I, when these children are interviewed, they're interviewed several times in different places and asked the same questions. So, and you essentially being re-traumatized, sharing that story every single time. And so what's so cool is that they, it's one time everyone comes to them. I'm a big believer in like coordinated care where everybody's just coming together. And especially with trauma related care, it can be, you know, that's, it's hard for, you know, people to share that story over and over again, being interviewed and kind of rehashing all that stuff. So I just love organizations that really think it through and really think about the person that's sitting there on that couch or chair and having to endure that and figuring out the best way to do it, making them safe, feel safe. Um, So, all right. So we're actually going to, we're going to change gears and we're going to talk about animals because (laughs) I know, sorry, we've gotten real deep here. It's like deep. I feel like we need to like flash a picture of a kitten or I don't know, watch a puppy video or something to like change your chemistry around you um it's so funny because every well almost everyone that I've talked to everyone has an animal organization that they you know are passionate about and so yours and correct me if I'm wrong it's it's Mayday Rescue correct Mayday Rescue it's in LA yeah it's in Los Angeles yeah and I and the, the story of how this got started very interesting um as well uh so so share a little bit about about Mayday Rescue so again, uh, well, Mayday Rescue is another one I found uh, on social media. Um, again, I think someone may have shared something. I can't remember. You know, you go <laughs> down the rabbit holes. And for some reason, I just was really attracted to their their page and what they were doing. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, again, a local a charity. They're just in uh, Los Feliz. They have a... Um, a uh, dog a dog store where they sell like food and and you know toys and things and then they use that money toward rescuing animals and uh and yeah and and we rescued um our dog from mayday rescue um i was i was kind of getting to that place where i really wanted to have an animal you know i'm a huge animal lover like like kids and 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 animals have my heart and i would do anything for them and so I was getting there and I was kind of trying to convince my husband. I was like, well, maybe. And he's like, just show me the photos and we'll see like who, you know, he was a bit more apprehensive and uh, he didn't like grow up with animals. And so um, I kept showing him photos and then they had um, like an open house uh, of sorts. So that's when they have all their current dogs that are available, kind of just like hang out in their dog, their dog store. And so we got to meet like a, 20, 25 dogs that were there. And there were a couple that we were like in love with that I adored. And then we saw Susie and she was just like a pure light in the room. Like she was the f- so friendly and so loving. And uh, and I just couldn't get her out of my head. And it's funny because 
I really think meeting an animal like makes a difference because what they look like doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's like chemistry. It's like meeting a guy. Like you could be like, oh, that guy's hot. But then you meet him and you're like, no, thank you. (laughs) um, But yeah, so they do something really great where they give you a seven day trial with the animal to make sure because, you know, their whole goal is they don't want to have any dogs um, be in shelters. So they adopt, they rescue the dogs that are in shelters and then they make sure that they've been spayed and neutered and um, that they don't have any health conditions. And if they do, they take care of them. And so a lot of the um, funds that go to Mayday Rescue go toward medical bills for animals, um, rescuing them. Um, and then they also have a bunch of foster families that take care of the animals while they await to find their forever home. And so these people are just, I mean, that's that's really like the heroes in this. It's Mayday Rescue and then all the fosters because if you don't have a place to hold the animal while they wait to be rescued, then they can't rescue the animals. And so that's like the biggest thing. And they're always, you know, asking like, if you're interested in fostering, like you are what make it possible for us to rescue as many animals as possible. And in Los Angeles, there's just so many animals that are like on the death list and, and, you know, they're like 24 hours and it's just like, it's, it's really uh, devastating to see just how, how a lot of animals can just be pawned away. Like I don't like other than people, you know, like sometimes when people are older, they go into um, a home or if people pass away, like it's understandable. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I grew up with animals till the very end. And so I, I don't understand the giving away part. Like, it's like, you can't, you wouldn't give away your kid. (laughs) I I hear you. And I know, I know you didn't do it with this organization, but you did foster two dogs over quarantine. Like, Uh, yes. Was that the first time you ever fostered an animal? It was. was Experience. It was, it was cool. It was, so basically, I uh, used to volunteer at Best Friends um, uh, Animal Rescue, and so I would go and um, I would go walk the dog. So I was like a dog walker. So I would go. You go for you know two three hours. You take as many dogs as you can for like a walk around the block so they can pee and you know sniff and do the dog things. And um, ooh, that was like that was such talk about heart-wrenching like every time I would go like they just see you and they're like pumped like they are so excited and then you know a lot of dogs are like barking because they're so excited or they're like intimidated and and that kind of thing and it's like they're released to just get out of this cage and uh yeah so I, I did that for a while and then when everything happened in 2020 I they they you know they shut down this location which was um right next to the 405 here in in LA and they moved all the dogs to one location because they couldn't have volunteers coming and going anymore and so they tried to have as many people take like dogs as possible for them to be fostered so they wouldn't be stuck in cages and not be able to like be walked and so that's when I told Chris my husband I was like can we foster dogs like so many of them like need us and that could be fun and we're just stuck in the house you know and uh and so there was this bonded pair, uh, Bonsai and Maple, who uh, they they just needed a place. And they're like, would you be interested in taking two? And I told Chris and he's like, 
we are taking one, not two. And I was like, but they're bonded. And then, so we ended up taking them because I won that argument. Yeah. <laughs> was that before or after you adopted Susie? That was before. So that was our first, yeah. So that was in, um, I guess, March, end of March or beginning of April, 2020. And so we had them for, I think about a month or so. And and then they ended up going to another foster. Um, it just was a little bit difficult for us because of where we live and to have two and they, and we have stairs and they had trouble going up and down the stairs and they were like about 40 pounds each. So we had to, so it was, but they found a foster and then they ended up getting adopted together. So that was a really, I remember when I got that email, I was like, yes. And I was like crying. I told her, I was like, look, Chris. And so it was, you know, it was all um, a beautiful experience. So that was kind of our first step, step into it. And then, uh, and then that's when I became obsessed with finding a dog. And then we adopted Susie from Mayday Rescue. <laughs> Go. I love it. Now you keep looking over to she. Oh, is, she yeah, she's right there. <laughs> Sorry. She's no, in like, oh, it's fine. I was just like, I think yeah. Susie might be, yeah. I think Susie might be really close by. Oh, that's um, yeah, she's seven and a half. And uh, it was very important for us, for me to get uh, more of a senior sort of dog, because oftentimes they're the ones that are looked over and they're usually like the easiest because they're like potty trained and they just know what's up. And I just couldn't do the puppy thing. So I was like, perfect. A lot of energy. I mean, that's just a lot. It's cute, but it's just a lot of energy. Yeah. So yeah, Susie looks laid back, like just, you know, very oh, yeah. chill. She's, she's literally like an angel. I'm, I'm officially obsessed with her. Like it's, I yeah. Love it's the best thing. I would say you're like, you're the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> I mean, like, why did you wake me up? <laughs> yeah, I know. She's, she's not over that part yet. So <laughs> say no sweet talk, mom. You woke me up. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so, funny. So, so we don't necessarily talk obviously a lot about, you know, your film work and things like that. But I do want to ask, what do you have coming up? Like, what are, what are we going to see you in? What are some new projects you're involved in? Of course, the ones that you can talk about. Oh yeah. Um, well, as of, I have a movie coming out this year, I don't really know when it's going to come out yet. Um, but I did collaborate with, uh, you'll be very happy about this, Christopher Russell and, oh. uh, and Christy, who I worked with on Love in the Forecast on the Hallmark Channel. Oh. Um, oh, so, so that's a really fun project. Um, which was actually our third project altogether. Um, I just, I love Chris Russell. Like we have such a great time. He's become a really good friend of mine and Christy as well. Like she's such an incredible director and such a, a badass, you know, like woman in the industry. And um, yeah, I just, I love, I mean, it's the best. Like I understand why Seth Rogen like always hires like the same people because you just want to, you just end up wanting to work with your friends, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, as of right now, you know, it's the beginning of the year. So we're just kind of, just kind of letting things happen. Also just really enjoying, you know, last year was a pretty big year for me. I had two Christmas movies and, and so, yeah, so we'll see uh, what's, what's up this year. I, I've learned throughout the years to just, you know, work happens. And when it happens, it's like, you got to pick up and go, and then you're gone, you know, for five weeks or whatever. And so now I just kind of learned to really enjoy the downtime. Um, 
So I've learned to appreciate that as part of my training as well, because you can only be as good of an actor as you are a human being. So I, I, uh, I, I use these off moments to, um, to continue my personal growth and so that I can be a, a better actor for it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And get back and do all those cameo videos. <laughs> the cameos and yeah, like my, like writing and, and doing, you know, yeah, it's great reading and just going for a walk and enjoying that. Like it's, it's fantastic. All those little things that we take for granted that we don't focus on. So I know what you mean. Yeah, me, I'm trying, working on being in the moment. That has been always a struggle for me, but it's so beneficial when you can actually practice that. Totally. Cause you know, there's so much external like noise and it's easy to get carried away in it. And it's only really when you sit and you're like in stillness that you can really like receive more. Yeah. Um, you know, that's my, that's my deep Cindy talking, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cindy, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's it. You know, it's easy. I think also we just live in a society where it's like, it's really valued to be like on the go and, you know, tired and being like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, that's like, yeah, yeah, you're busy. You must be awesome. And it's like, it's also cool to like, not be busy. Because <laughs> you might not have boundaries and that's not a good thing. Yeah, exactly. That's another great, uh, great thing I learned. 2021 was all about boundaries for me. Yeah, yeah my, I think it was, well, it was 2020 for me and it was, I'm getting on the no train. I'm learning how to say yes. no to things that don't serve me. Um, okay. You know, I just, and then saying no, because just because my schedule's open doesn't mean that it's actually open. Like I have the schedule yeah. for me. Like that's, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. My, my mentor always says, are you honored by the company you keep? You know, sometimes we, uh, we give a lot of ourselves to people who just don't deserve it. So we are dropping some good nuggets of information. here. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like we're going to, I'm going to have to cut little snippets of these videos and just kind of put them out and be like, this is our, this is Cindy's little, you know, little nugget today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So we're going to play a quick game. It's quick. And don't, oh, I feel like you're so excited and that you're going to oh, be. I'm, I'm just excited because I just even, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be And if you want to give an explanation to some of these, you can, because apparently that's okay. Because everyone else has done it. Um, but I'm asking the same questions to like everybody because I, some, I, and there's only four. It's very like short, sweet. Okay. Um, all right. So the first one is, and it's a this or that. So you're just going to pick your preference. Um, flip-flops okay. or sneakers? Sneakers. Cake or ice cream? Cake. Breakfast or no breakfast? Mm. brunch <laughs> so that is like the number one answer is that <laughs> well I like breakfast food but not in the morning like I can't for so for so many people it's a timing thing yeah like, totally they're like I'll have my coffee but eating anything like before a certain time just isn't going to happen that has been a hundred percent of the answer. So I'm just <laughs> waiting for the person to go oh, breakfast, 7 a.m. I'm up and I have pancakes. Well, I, I, I know some people, like I have some friends that if they don't eat within the first hour, like they feel sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, I'm, I feel like I'm still like going through what happened last night. Like I just gotta like, you know, I do, I do wake up and I have my green juice. Like I have this really amazing uh, green powder that I have every morning. So I don't feel like I'm totally on E, like I'm getting my nutri- nutrients. Right. And then of course my coffee with homemade almond milk. Oh, very homemade almond milk. It's I so easy it to make and it's way better than at the store. It's so easy to make. Not as healthy, but I also make my own buttercream icing, which is not the same thing at all, but I never buy canned icing. Oh, oh, that sounds amazing. Buttercream icing is the easiest thing in the whole wide world to make. No excuses. Oh. Not as healthy. I'm so as not a baker. Like I'm like chemistry. No, thank you. Um, um, yeah. But I will say within the cake and ice cream realm, I would have said chips. I'm such a savory person. Like I'm not a sweets person at all. Yeah. Um, But you know, see, I would say cake without the icing, unless it's homemade, in which case I'll try it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm also a cake person. I'm not a big ice cream person. I don't like things that are really cold. I I just, I'm just not, I get like a brain freeze or it hurts my just, it's It's actually not good for your metabolism either. Really? Well, good to know. There's so many (laughs) physical things that happen. Cake for me, I just, I love cake. Cake, cupcakes. Oh yeah, like it's so good. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the, the last one is food related too, and it's yes, there too. <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum. I have a feeling I know what you are going to say. Choices <laughs> are French fries or a salad. Oh man! Wow, that's a tough one because I am a huge salad person. Like I make epic salads, like not just lettuce and dressing. Like I've got like all the vegetables on it. Um, but I love me some French fries with some mayo on the side. I'm not a ketchup person. Nice. Yeah. I'm very French fries on top of the salad. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That would be an epic salad. I love it. But you know what? Not all fries are created equal. And that's where I, you know, I put my foot down. It's very true. Very true. What are your favorite, um, fast food French fries? Like if you had to stop at a fast food place, where, where are we stopping? (sighs) Um, you know, I'm so not a fast food person. I know that's like so lame. You're like, oh, actor doesn't like fast food. I'm jealous, actually. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love any that are really like crispy, but I gotta tell you, I'm not, I'm not a Mc, like a McDonald's fries. No, like I like them when they're kind of a bit, uh, okay. So as a Canadian, I really loved Harvey's fries. Anyone who's Canadian who's watching this knows Harvey's fries. Um, I also really like the fries at In-N-Out Burger. They're pretty good too. I've had them like twice because we don't have those in South I know. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed the game. I Um, did. Mostly because it was food related. So I'm all about that. I appreciate you so much taking the time to talk about these organizations and I will put links to all of them. Um, Hopefully people will get inspired and donate or get involved any way that they can. That's what this podcast is all about. So Cindy, I love that you're doing this. Yeah, no, thank you. And, and again, I just, I just want to say that, like, I used to think that I couldn't donate to certain things because I, I didn't have a lot to give or anything like that. But honestly, like, 
even just $3 makes a difference. Like just give up your coffee for the day. And like, if imagine if everyone did that or even half the population, we would be in, in very different places. And even just giving your time or whatever it is, like, or just spreading the word, like that's the biggest part. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything to share. Share a link, share a video. Yes. Yes. Um, and so many things are virtual now. I mean, you can donate your time. I mean, they need organizations, nonprofits need help with social media. Need help. So if you are good at certain yeah. things, just or even donations like like clothing or food, oh, or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. There's yeah. so many ways to give. Yeah. So I appreciate. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. And congrats on doing something really different and exciting. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. For more information on the organization Cindy and I talked about today and where to follow her on social media, you can visit jennifersilliman.com slash hearts of stars podcast slash Cindy Busby. See you on the next hearts of stars.